Welcome to the Secret Lives of Moms podcast with your two empowered average black moms, Brandy and Talia. And we're going to tell you how we stay sane, empowered, and spiritual while dealing with our ocean moments of the week. All right, let's go ahead and jumpstart those awesome podcasts off with that ocean moments of the week. I'm just going to break the fourth wall here. I don't know if that's what they even call that in the podcast world, but my oh shit moment is trying to record this podcast right now because this is the third time, guys, that we have had to start this podcast because baby Kenny is awake. I record on the iPad and he wants the iPad and it's a hot mess right now. So we've had to do this several times. Probably my oh shit moment for right now. Yeah, they do. Um, bedtime is not my preferred activity of the day. With Trent, it is because with Trent going to sleep is so nice and he likes to cuddle and stuff. But with those bigger two, they're just like a hot mess and all over the place. I'm tired. I'm so exhausted. And school is a lot right now and trying to figure things out in other areas of my life is a lot right now. I'm just very, I'm tired. That's understandable. We all go through our moments where we have so much going on that pretty much feels like it's consuming us. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to our, like, our mental health podcast where we talked about, you know, the importance of always making sure to put yourself first. So just make sure you take some time out and refocus. Bubby has a has his evaluation coming up at Shans for um, his ADHD diagnosis, and I'm pretty sure they're going to uh, diagnose him with other things. Um, I'm not sure what yet, but I know his behavior has definitely increased since the change from um, working for uh, Cruella Deville. Um, <laughs> I've noticed a huge change in his behavior, um, so I'm in the process of trying to get him his evaluation done so I can start services, because he would benefit so nicely from services. That's absolutely true. Well, how does it make you feel, um, knowing that the evaluation is coming up and that 
you know, they potentially will diagnose him with more than one one thing. Oh, I don't care. Um, labels aren't who you are, and labels don't define you in my eyes. Um, it's about who you are as a person, and I know that my son is an amazing person, so his labels are fine. His his delays and his um, uh, like deficits aren't going to define who he is or what he can do. So it's it's just a thing about uh, diagnosing his problems early on to prevent him from becoming like who he's not supposed to be later on, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like people try to say like, oh, they don't need therapy or just put them on medication and all this other stuff. But like it's it's a problem that he has and it's not a problem that in my opinion medicine can solve i think he needs to go to therapy with um you know like a rbt like ourselves and learn how to sit down and write and sit down and listen and sit down and focus and focus on one thing at a time and like that's like, I know. Like, his doctor at the first time tried to put him on Adderall. And I'm like, not my three-year-old. I'm not putting my three-year-old on a freaking Adderall. Are you crazy? I think, as a mom, uh, I think you having the mindset that you do as far as, like, you know, saying that labels don't define your child, I think that's awesome. Because, you know, we are both moms that have children that have delays. And I know for me personally, in the beginning, it was a little hard and a struggle for me because I had to understand that just because my child has a developmental delay does not change who she is as a person. Which um, is bad. I'm just kidding. Naomi is sassy, and as she gets older, I'm like, about it and we agreed that 
just because they're offering the services doesn't mean there's anything wrong. It just means that me as her mother, I'm making sure that I'm getting her the help in order to decrease the delay, but also make sure that my daughter's getting the proper education. So it took me a lot to accept that now. And I accepted it before when Naomi was getting the services, but I guess as they get older, sometimes it can be a little more challenging, but I think any mom that has any type of child that has delays and can take that step to say, you know what, I want to get my child help, I think that's awesome. That's always the first step is admitting that your child or even you needs the extra help and there's nothing wrong with accepting the extra help. Oh, I know I need the extra help. I take my depressed antidepressants every single day. <laughs> It, I mean, it's not, but it is, like, because you know how I am and where I'm headed, and I don't want medication, I don't want to be on medication, I don't want to have to depend on medication to just band-aid my chemical imbalance that's causing my depression, like, I've been taking my antidepressants, I've also been taking my, um, ashwagandha my tea um and stuff uh and it really does help but i just i don't want to be on medication for the rest of my life especially because those things have like uh, um long lasting effects on you and like after taking them for so long they'll start to like eat at your body and eat at your insides and eat at all the good stuff that's inside of you and yes i agree prescribed me Vicodin, which I think is like a, it's a Percocet. That's crazy. I felt like the future. give 
your child Adderall. Someone so small and so little, that's absolutely absurd. That's crazy because like we've had our conversation earlier, when you start prescribing that type of medication, like you said, they have to keep adjusting that, keep keep adjusting that as the child gets older, as their body continues to grow. No one wants to do that. If you can find natural remedies and other ways to avoid medication, I'm all for it because our world likes to paint this picture that medication is supposed to be, you know, what helps us with pain, this, that, and the third. But in my personal experience and the knowledge that I have gained, you can use natural remedies that will have 10 times the effect of a drug, 10 times that. When they're prescribing these drugs, obviously they're getting paid for this stuff and so is the drug company so of course they're going to try to prescribe it to people of course they're going to try to prescribe it to a child that's crazy to me and you know i'm a big mother that advocates for natural remedies there's nothing wrong with doing the natural way but i'm also pro for the medication if that's something that you absolutely need if you've tried every avenue and everything hasn't worked and they say hey let's try this and it works for you i'm for it but for me personally i can't do it i don't the way medicine makes me feel it is it, it's not meant for me to take strong drugs like that no <laughs> i don't i don't want to you're funny so i don't want to <laughs> i'm sorry i don't want and it's funny i say that because that's one of naomi's things that she does right now um if she doesn't want something she'll say i don't Well, at least she's learning how to communicate, so that's a plus. Like, communicate properly. Like, say I don't want it and actually mean, like, I don't want it. Yes. That's something else that ties into, like, her developmental delay. Even though it's a very, very slight delay, it just means that me as her mother and me being an RBT, the same type of technique that we She's an awful mama. She got that baby locked in the damn room by herself. She's in there screaming, kicking, and hollering. If somebody don't call Child Protective Services, I am. (laughs) Naomi has this thing where she will do what she's doing right now. There's nothing wrong with her other than the fact that she wants me to go in there to pick her up, to take her out. So she can come out here because she knows that I'm sitting out here. Oh, I thought she was just yelling. No, Naomi wants me to go pick her up, bring her out here. But y'all, Naomi has a bedtime. She sure do. And I love that you are always on their schedule with her, which is so nice for her. She tries to break the schedule because, um, as some of our listeners may or may not know, um, I co-parent with her father. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yes, we do co-parent with her father. Yes, we do. Yes, so when she's with him, I don't necessarily know or think that she really has a consistent bedtime. So whenever she comes back with him, I always have this end of it. I have the reteaching her, getting her readjusted. So at the beginning of the week, which is still the beginning of the week. 
So I'm going to say Monday, she did really good. She went straight to sleep, no problem. Last night, she, she gave me a little trouble. Tonight, she's giving me the full blast of, I don't want to be in the bed. I want to do what I want. Oh, can I, I ask you a serious mothers. question? What? So just like with you saying this and you're talking about co-parenting and stuff, what are you going to do or how are you going to prepare yourself for teenage years when Naomi is like in this mood and in this phase and she just came back from being with her dad and but now she's able to be like, I don't want to be here. I want to go with my dad, you know? Like, yeah. So if I'm going to be real, um, and I can say this freely, my mom and then my dad and stepmom, but I don't call her stepmom, that's my mom. So I have my biological mom, I have my dad, and then I have my mama. I love her. Um, they had to co-parent when I was younger, and I actually went through a phase just like that, where when I got to a certain age, I just had this rebellious stage where I would say certain things. I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. So pretty much what my dad did is he said that whenever I would come home from with my mom, he always kept an open mind. So with him keeping that open mind, they pretty much were in a sense retraining me. So what I've learned from then and what I'm learning now is typically it takes Naomi about a week and a half to readjust. By that week and a half, it's time for her to go back to her dad. So I think when she gets older and she's starting to voice her opinion more, instead of me being a parent that's like, oh, you're going to listen to me, you're going to do this, this, and this. I think the approach that I'm going to take is when she comes back to her dad is um, having a notebook or sitting down and talking to her and having her express what she feels when she comes back. So if that's anger, I want her to express that. If that's sadness, I want her to express that. If it's happiness, I want her to express that. I want her to tell me in that moment, you know, when she walks in the door, what is she feeling? And then I want her to tell me, as a mom, what can I do to make that feeling a little less stressful or increase that happiness if she's happy? That's my approach. Um, now, don't get me wrong, y'all. I'm one of those parents that truly believes in discipline. I am. I'm not that, I'm going to gentle parent. I believe in you can gentle parent a child if they're gentle children. My oh, child, not saying Naomi is an all-American linebacker. Yes, because y'all, Talia used to be like, this my little broke best friend. I hate when people say that, and I hate when I hear people say that. Like, no, you are not my best friend. You are indeed very much broke. But you are not my best friend. It goes back to to the setting the boundaries with everybody in your life, like including your children. And you have to teach your children how to set healthy boundaries with uh, with people like I seen this post unrelated but I seen this post on TikTok 
and it was um it was like things that my kid won't be doing this Christmas I think I talked about it on the first podcast maybe but it was like hugging people they don't want to hug saying hi to people they don't want to say hi to and all that stuff and I'm like absolutely I'm not raising a people I'm not raising a bunch of people pleasers like if, if yes. somebody makes you uncomfortable you don't have to hug them it is your body it is your choice yes I'm so glad that you can say that because I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to say it how it is because I have to say it. Um, some of Naomi's family members on her father's side, um, whenever Naomi is with me and I go to drop her off, she has this thing where she's like attached to me. But she just, she doesn't just do it with me because I recently just noticed that. And I guess it makes some of her family members, like, feel away. And their favorite thing is to say, oh, well, she's being bougie because her mom's here. No, I'm going to tell you right now, I take big offense to that. Because, no, my child is not being bougie. If my daughter doesn't want to speak in that moment, hug you in that moment, guess what? Just because she's two, I'm not going to make her do that. Because, obviously, in that moment, something is making her feel uncomfortable. And like you just said... I'm definitely not raising a people pleaser because I know what that feels like. And yeah. I was one of those people. And it consumes you so bad that it literally makes you sit back and question a lot about yourself. When in reality, a good majority of the time, it's nothing that you've done. You've just built this trait or this behavior that pretty much blindsides you to see that you do not have to please and excuse my language, a damn person. If that person is not feeding you, like you like to say, and I love when you say it, feeding you, uh, supporting you financially, or giving you some, no. I'm not raising my daughter to be that way. And that's something I'm starting to notice a lot more now with my co-parenting relationship is that, you know, and it's not even just adults. Like, I literally just had to tell Naomi's cousins on Tuesday about this when I went over there. Um, Naomi didn't want to give um, some of her cousins a hug, but she wanted to give a certain, uh, a couple of them hugs. So she didn't want to give certain ones hugs, but she wanted to give the other ones hugs. And one of her cousins was like, I'm not your cousin anymore. And I literally said, don't say that to her. I said, just because she doesn't want to hug you, don't say that. My daughter has feelings. She understands words. She understands emotions. And I'd be damned if I let anybody undermine my child and make her feel less than what she's worth. And that's just tea. <laughs> You're funny. Yeah, I feel you though. I, uh, <coughs> it's a lot trying to raise heaven, I guess, into the woman that I wish I could be, if that makes sense. especially girls too um, because we are women we think about a lot of the stuff that we've done in our past and a lot of the stuff that we probably said or let go and we are just trying to raise our children to in a sense be better than what we were like I know for a fact like me per se like you just said the people pleaser thing I don't want my daughter to be a people pleaser I know I may talk a little crap about her sassiness but if I'm going to be 100% honest, I want my daughter to keep that type of attitude. And not in a bad way, it's more of a, she sticks up for herself. She's two, 
but baby don't let the size. Because Naomi don't mind telling somebody she don't want something. And I like that because she's the opposite of me. I was more of a, like, not one of those people that would fully speak their mind. Like, you would really have to push me to my limits. And I don't want her to be like that. I don't want her to be how I was. It took me a long time. I'm just now getting into my era in life where I'm like, listen, if I don't feel comfortable with that or if I don't like what a person says, I'm going to make sure I voice that because I was one of those people that would just, okay, and just let it go or I wouldn't say anything. And I've learned that not saying something is a whole lot more unhealthy than actually saying something. Yes, that's what I was trying to tell you for years. I literally wanted to stab you because I had to pound it in your head for years. That you keep saying it with with multiple situations in your life. Um, I just don't like confrontation. I just don't like confrontation. And I'm like, but if you are getting beat up, you're already in the confrontation. Like, either fight back or, you know, like, you can't just lay there and get beat up fight back yep you're right and listen for our listeners she's absolutely right like for a very long time for the amount of time that i've known brandy for a long time that was my big thing is i would say i don't like confrontation now don't get me wrong i still don't like confrontation i do i don't i don't i don't like arguing i don't like that but talia now oh who why y'all i just want y'all to know i'm sorry Talia always does that to the point where I track her at work now because oh she gosh, always refers to herself in the third person. <laughs> she always will say, well, Miss Talia said, Miss Talia is going to, Miss Talia did, Miss Talia, what did Miss Talia, like, who the f- is Miss Talia? Like, because you, <laughs> well, yes, and I know that, but stop saying it because I already know that you are Miss Talia. God, I hate that. Well, that's not true. I can't help it. I'm getting better. I just, I just do that sometimes. But what I was saying is, and I'm not trying to refer to myself in the third person, so I'll say it differently. Myself now and the woman I am becoming now, I refuse to allow anyone to little girl me, belittle me, downplay my feelings, downplay my words. I don't care who you are. And I say that now because I let a lot of people, a lot of people do me dirty. There's a lot of things that I just let go. And I look back on it now and I'm like, ooh, I see why Brady wanted to knock some common sense into me. So now, and this ties back into like the parent thing we were talking about. I think the biggest thing that woke me up was understanding that my daughter understands what's going on and even though she has a slight delay she is so intelligent and i don't want to pour any type of negative traits trauma whatever it may be into my daughter that's not what i want to pour into her i want to pour positivity um respectful boundaries respectful communication healthy communication i want to pour things into her that were not born into me at a younger age. Now, I have to give the credit when it's due. My dad and my mama, they did 
and they absolutely tried their absolute best, but because I didn't live with them until the age of 10 or 11, that's half of my life that was gone. That's half of my life that I had trauma and anything else that was already put into me. So it's really hard to undo the first half of your life. So for me, my biggest motivations now, of course, are having a bomb behind a friend like Brandy helps a lot. I mean, I'm mediocre. She helps me a lot. Um, I have rekindled a stronger and an awesome relationship with my dad and my mama. That has helped me a lot. And my significant other, I got to give him his credit, too, because he's helped me a lot, too. So I'll beat him up. Hmm? I'll beat him up. He's a good guy. I just have to give the credit when it's due. I've had a lot of things that I didn't do or say, but the woman I'm becoming now, I can say that there's nothing wrong with saying how you feel or what you feel. And you can say it in a respectful way, or you can say how some of our Southern people say, have a nice day. They're not really saying have a nice day, y'all. They really tell you to kiss their behind. So sometimes I'll say it in a respectful way, is it have a nice day? I thought it was bless your heart. You can kiss my behind. And I don't say that to be rude, but some people just take people's kindness for weakness. And I've had a lot of people take my kindness for weakness for a long time. I'm 23 years old, and I'm just now feeling or getting the respect that I think that I deserve. Well, as long as you get it, that's for all that really matters. Yeah, so... Oh my goodness, what do you have planned this weekend? Are y'all coming to Baby Kenny's uh, soccer game? I wanted to come, but I can't because um, I'm going to take these braids out of my head. You said that last week. Listen, I know I did, and I said it last weekend, and then Friday, I dropped Naomi off trying to help her grandma do some stuff. Time went past, and then um, while I'm helping her grandma, you know, my significant other is literally texting me that he wanted to go get something to eat, so we went and got something to eat, came back home, and let's just say them wings were so good. Ooh, they were so good. I love them so So we were eating, watching a movie. Before I knew it, it was like almost 11 o'clock, and I'm like, listen, I'm not about to stay up and do this. But I have to do it. I have to take my hair out. So as much as you know, I'm a big person on never missing any of your kids' stuff because I love your children as if I have had them myself. I have to miss the first one, but that does not mean I will not come to any of them. Of course, I'm going to come. So you got to let me know when the next one is. Every Saturday at 10 o'clock. Every weekend? Yep. Perfect. So I have to come to one. Even if I come next weekend, that's fine with me. Yeah, well, I think Sean and Lainey are going to be there this weekend. And, yeah, the whole crew, Sean, 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 Delaney, Shannon, Corbin. I'm missing the whole game. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I got to stand on it. And I am making sure that I stand on saying no 
because that was another thing that I told myself in 2023 that when I say no, I have to say stick to it, even though everything in me really wants to go to Bubby's soccer game. Like, I love watching children grow up and make memories, and that's something that I really want to do with Naomi. Hopefully very soon I'll be able to get her in a sport because I want her to do a sport, and I want it to be where, you know, she has different things that she can get into even at a young age. I told you put her on the waiting list at Balcony for the Saturday Mommy and Me class. I know and I want to do that too. So I want to do... Well, she about to be three now. Hmm? She about to be three now. The Saturday class for the Mommy and Me is 18 months to to two years old, I think. Dang. Well, we can always try different things. I just... I want her to be able to do more stuff, but... I'm just kidding. She know I love her kids, y'all. I know we may talk to each other crazy, but I love her kids. Like I just said, like they came out my body. I, really I wish they had. <laughs> I'm tired. I've only, I've only had one so far, Lord. Oh, my, what time do you, uh... I will see you tomorrow at work. I come in late. I come in at, I think, 1. I work 1 to 5. You will not see me tomorrow at work because tomorrow... Because tomorrow's Thursday and I do in-home on Thursday. Shut your filthy mouth. Okay? Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. So I get to work with... She's gonna Sean Corbin. Yeah. But I'll see y'all on Friday. Nope, I'm not coming in. I'm just kidding. Let me not say that before she cancel for real. Lord, don't say it. <laughs> need that to happen. But um, this was another good episode. Oh, before we close it out, I want to thank everybody who is not only listening and getting our listens up. We appreciate that. But the page is now over 800 followers. And what was that, 88 likes? before I absolutely crash. I am going to watch some of my show, Reboot, 
Stop fucking what are, what are you watching Reba for, you 70 year old woman? Who the fuck still watches Reba? Don't be knocking Reba. I love Reba. Reba was one of my all-time favorite shows when I was younger. So for me to be able to rewatch it now as a mom, I'm like, yes, I am for it. Reba is my shit singer, okay? You're funny. But, alright, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Please make sure y'all share. Make sure y'all tell your friends to follow, like, comment, and subscribe, and do all of the fun things. Um... And yeah, make sure you just catch us every week where you listen to your podcast. Yes, yes, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.